Hello, and thanks for listening in. Ever want to expand your repertoire of global cuisine? Ever just get bored of the same old repetitive home-cooked meals? Well, Simply Cook have done all the sourcing, the grinding, the measuring so that you can cook some of the world's most delicious meals in just 20 minutes using their recipe boxes. You can cook things like chipotle glazed pork Thai green curry, even vegetarian gluten-free recipes also. I have an affiliate link in the description. You can start your trial for just £3 and you get to choose the four meals that you would like to learn how to cook. NHS staff get 50% off. That all being said, let's get into the show. To your computer, it'll be quicker. All right. Happy days. I have Richard Linton, uh, the Mindset Mentor here. Um, a quick catch-up to kind of see how things are going. Um, we're still in lockdown, but um, every time I get a chance to talk to this fella, um, he seems to just ask the right questions and how to get me thinking. So, And it's great that this guy has actually started to look into venturing into mindset mentoring and, and other things to kind of help other people because I think he's, he's, he's really good at kind of um, getting you to think of what's right for you. So um, I want to get a little bit of a background on this guy. Uh, we've, we've worked for, um, we, we are now working for the same company uh, in DW, um, uh, the gym. That's the same role, and it's kind of funny. We met back a few years ago. We were also working in another company, um, and we sort of were, well, for me anyway, I was quite green and and, and mindset sort of things, and then with that company, our, our mindset sort of grew, um, which was probably the most positive thing I could have took out of that. Um, but um, Richard, I would like to welcome you on this episode. And if you would love to kind of tell me a little bit about your background, uh, what got you started in, in mindset and and where and how, how your growth sort of started, but sort of start from the beginning uh, of where you were. I think you were working at Jaguar. And uh, if you want to just take it away, buddy. Good morning. Thanks, Seamus. Thanks for the invite anyway. Good uh, so first of all, just to want to start off with... Um, yeah, I worked in. I did work in Jag at the time. Uh, I actually worked for the company for fifteen years altogether. Um, at the time we met, uh, when I began the sort of Herbalife journey, mm-hmm. I just sort of started training. Uh, someone was selling the products online, so I just thought I'll give this a buy, see what it's like. Obviously, trying to do what everybody does and get a six pack, cut a bit of body fat, and whatever else. <laughs> But uh, yeah, later on to, um, that was really the, the start of the, main, the change of mindset in my whole life, in, just in general. Uh, got introduced to the guy, obviously Jim Rome was um, quite an influential figure for Herbalife mm-hmm. at that stage. Mm-hmm. So it led into developing on the realizing that how many people out there that actually do help change lives and do seminars around the world like Les Brown, Tony Robbins, you know, Bob Proctor, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so started doing my own research into those guys and it, it just seemed to it just seemed to have a real influential impact on my mind as well mm-hmm. in terms of 
looking outside, looking outside the box and thinking, I'm surrounded by people who are quite negative and, you know, don't have a real passion for life or yes. career or relationships or anything at all. So, you know, you kind of, you kind of decide, you need to decide yourself, you know, do you want to be surrounded by these people or not? Mm-hmm. And what, what do you want for you? If that makes sense. So basically the way I looked at it, I just wanted to single myself out and just focus on myself and be on my own and not really sort of be surrounded by negativity for a while. So yeah. kind of went, let's put it like, um, went into hiding for six months. <laughs> basically um, sometimes that's hard to do though you know it, get, it, getting it's, out of that it's, near, it's nearly it's nearly impossible to be honest with you because there's just mm. so many people um, so the way I look at it now from the experience that I've gained um, your brain's like a filing cabinet and you need to you need to just open the drawer to each filing cabinet like your your money blueprint your friends and family blueprint your mindset blueprint there's lots of different blueprints in your brain mm-hmm. and you need to open up the right ones with the right people. Mm-hmm. You know, I can connect with anyone I want to, I want to speak to. I can connect with anyone. Yeah. I just need to be in the right mind frame to be with them and know that I have a couple of guys who are mates of mine and every time I catch up with them, which isn't very often, mind you, because they just complain about everything. <laughs> but those, those people, those people are there those people are there as well. They're complaining about family problems and about kids and being yeah. in relationships yeah. that they don't like and all that sort of stuff. So it is good to be able to have an impact and actually listen to those people and mm-hmm. give them a bit of feedback yeah. and try and get them to come around. But yeah. there's only so much you can do for the people. Yes, yes. If you're, to, if you're still down on yourself six months, a year down the line, I think there's a, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a balance there. Like, you know, like you've said what you've said, the person hasn't taken maybe any action. They can improve it. And then, yeah. So it can drain you at that stage. If it's, if it's taking that long, it can be an emotional drain and yeah. you just need to learn that that's not for you and you need to switch off. You need to disconnect from it. Mm-hmm. You just need to, you need to get away from it because it's going to drag you down yeah. no matter what way you look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other people, very, very few in this country that I know that would be quite uh, strong-minded and be quite positive and influential. And mm-hmm. in my aspect, yourself would be, you'd be one of the very few included mm-hmm. in it. And, uh, you know, you just need the, it's like anything. It's like going to counsellor. It's like going to a counsellor. I, I was depressed one time years and years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I did feel like I needed to go and talk with someone. So I went and done, I went through a, a counselling session. Yeah. And at the first couple of sessions I went, I was sitting thinking, why am I sitting talking to this person? I can, I can sort this out myself. Because the, the, the thing is, people go on the, they've got depression and go to these counsellors and stuff. The, they, um, it's you that has all the answers. Yeah. All the answers are here. You've got them. Yeah. You just need someone to track and put you on the right path. That's all and, you need. And what I said there at the start, it's asking the right questions to get you thinking it is, about yeah, that. Hundred uh, percent. You know. So um your like journey we'll say in mindset and positive mindset and, and personal development. Um uh was it the switch where you were um you know down in the dumps and that that stage or was it what was the switch to kind of get you 
um the way on the ah yeah 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 <laughs> thank you um probably there was probably one moment where i'd went to the counselor um gave her the story told her what i needed to say Mm-hmm. went home digested it and thought you know what I'm depressed this is the lowest I've ever been mm. but the most positive thing about being that low is that you can't go anywhere else but up mm-hmm. so you, you can't you can't get any more depressed than I already was mm-hmm. about life about anything but yeah. the three the three main factors for me in life when you look at everyone um, maybe not as important in my scenario but number one's relationship in no numerical order or particular order, your relationship, what, how your relationship affects your life, your career, and how your career affects your life. You know, yeah. is it something you like doing? Is that your passion? If not, why are you doing it? Go and do something else. Uh, so again, you've, you've brought me to the point of me asking, like, was it the move from Jaguar to DW? Was that one of those things that, that you asked in those questions? It's, it's, it's it's difficult to say because it's um, progression. It's just it's just for me. It's just continuous progression. But yes, there was a point where I moved from the service team in Jag up in the seals, and my mindset changed then too. And I just blew away everything. I but the, the you know the next eight months of my life in seals. As soon as I started, I just I didn't see anyone. I didn't have a life. But right. at the time it was right for me because mm-hmm. it was taking me away from all the negativity and taking me away from a lot of problems. It was earning a lot of money. Um, but, you know, earning all that money and having no time to be in your own and do stuff, uh, go out with mates and do everything else, it just wasn't balancing up for me. So I needed to yeah. find another way out. Yeah. And not, my, next new, my next thing was to think, right, what is my passion and why am I not following it? My passion then at that point was personal training and mm-hmm. actually getting myself in shape and I was doing that at the same time as I was working in JAG so it all sort of tied into one um, it all sort of tied into one thing Yeah. and as soon as I got myself into really good shape I decided to do the PT course uh, done a practical course up and carried off took me probably I think it was about two months or three months it was pretty tough doing that because it was I had to take time off a full-time job to actually complete the course. Yeah. So the whole time that I was on my holidays, I was actually working, but <laughs> I knew it was, but I knew, I knew it was a, it was a passion. So I knew it was going to turn into something else. Yeah. So that's like anything you, you need to make things happen. Mm-hmm. You can't just sit about. Mm-hmm. So that's when I ended up in the coaching role, um, with DWPT initially. Um, again, went down there, probably delivering 20, I think it was 25 or 27 sessions a week within the first few weeks of being in there. But it was just a matter of doing the things that need to be done yeah. to get to where you need to be. Yeah. Um, it was hard work. I never stopped, never switched off. But these are, these, these are the methods and the, that's the sort of work ethic you've got you've uh, to look at to get where you... Take Ronaldo, for example. He is my prime example. You know, I don't. I don't know if you know this, but Ronaldo is actually now more aesthetically fit coming back from to his training at Juventus now than he was before he left on <laughs> lockdown. His work ethic, second, is sickening. Uh, 
he's he's really he stands out for me. I've seen him so training, doing a couple of clips with him training with his son and stuff. Um, but apart from that, there I didn't I don't know I didn't hear, hear him actually coming back fitter. Like um, he's, that's he's, pretty much insane. They've done all they've done all his fitness tests and he's actually proved to be fitter and he can I think he topped out 30, 38, 37 mile an hour or something doing sprints. Jesus Christ, he's a lethal weapon. So yes, that's it definitely like, is. That's work ethic. I think there was at one team, I think it was Real Madrid, there was a new player came. I don't know if that's correct, but um he says, Right, I'm gonna get up early and I'm gonna beat everyone to the pitch and he got there. I like, know this. Uh <laughs> he got there. Kaka. I don't know what I uh, was a Kaka. I think it was Kaka, yeah. And uh anyway. He got there and there was this guy in the football pitch and it was there was actually Ronaldo. Ronaldo was there maybe an hour or two before. I don't know. Do you know the detail? Yeah. So what happened was, I'm pretty sure it was Kaka. He thought he would get there uh, two hours early. Yeah. So he got to the Barnabas to train or whatever, wherever the train. Uh, he got there two hours early, but Ronaldo had already been there for two hours. <laughs> That's work ethic. Uh, but I suppose then whenever you've got nothing else to do and it's football is your life, I think it's, uh, you know, it would be so easy to get up and all you want to do is dribble the ball, shoot, do free kicks, well, whatever it is, and get better. I would, I would do it if I was getting thirty or forty million a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, wouldn't be a, it's not a bad, um, it's not a bad turnout. No, you're right. Uh, so yeah, he's got the right mindset and motivation um, to kind of achieve his goals and everything as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So in relation back to to you and your any personal experience um that sort of helped you and motivated you right to to make those changes again again you were down like that um whenever you went to the uh, counselor and stuff um that was one but i'm looking for is there any other reasons why you would have changed or or sort of helped you um get to where you are like obviously your work ethic and stuff was through well, the I, roof. I, yeah, well, I, I basically want, I want, I, I basically want to learn new skills every couple of years. Um, mm. You know, obviously, I've done the, I worked in the parts department in JAG. Then I worked in service for quite a long time. Stayed there too long. Went into sales, so I learned sale. Obviously, the art of selling, the financial part of it for which is FCA regulated, and then obviously getting into the, the personal training. Then went on to do sales in DW as well with the guys. Well, what was your reason blew. for moving moving from the coaching to the sales in DW? Was so because you I had that left, experience. I left the coaching because I ended up in hospital with a slight problem, um, but it got sorted. But it, I was in my hospital getting tests and stuff done for right. probably six months. Right. So then they had advised to get a sedentary job at that stage. So I thought, you know what? DW, I have got a real passion for this club, and I've mm. always trained there. I've always, I, I trained, That's I trained right, there yeah. when I worked in Jag. So I, I trained at this club on Bridge Road for 11, 12 years, whatever it's open, because mm-hmm. uh, I joined it when it was JJB, and uh, I just thought, no, my passion's there. I'll stay, I'll stay here and do something else. So I just thought, mm-hmm. you know what, selling memberships is going to help people because it's going to be me being enthusiastic to try and encourage and help people that are you know yourself Seamus or the people that come in that yeah. sit in the car for half an hour before they come in they're shy they're scared they're they don't want to walk onto that gym floor especially mm-hmm. women and um, not being sexist but 
that's the, the general ah, consensus. A, it is like a stereotype. Yeah. Well, not so much a stereotype, but it's, it is a thing that the people, aye, women and men, I suppose, suppose go through that uh, leap of faith or courage to kind of get up and actually just get into the gym is, is a thing. Yeah. And, and there's nothing, you know what? I remember a couple of people that, is, that joined with me, uh, one guy in particular, and I remember him saying in the contract when he was sitting at the desk, and his mm. hand was shaking like he had Parkinson's. He was that scared. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing more satisfying than in. I speak to the guy every day, well, obviously when the club was open, and he just go in and continue to improve, and his confidence has went up. And it's, you know, when you think back, it was actually you that made that impact on his life. Yeah. And there's nothing more satisfying than that. That, yeah. that, that just delivers... That's great. worth more than any amount of money. It's great, man. Because so I can it think is. of one example. Uh, there was a guy had joined the gym, and uh, I was chatting to him about, you know, his his training and his diet and what he was doing. And like, I says, right, I'll sit down with you and we'll go through this. And uh, <laughs> um, so we went through nutrition and what he was eating. Just read out everything he was eating, and yeah. and uh, that was great. That was all right. If you eat this here, I can guarantee you, you can lose weight. You know, he wasn't telling me the full story. And I yeah, knew this yeah. from what he was saying to me. <laughs> so I was all, right, if you follow this diet, there's no reason why you should lose weight. And it was very, um, it was normal stuff. And I says, what else are you doing? I looked at him in the eyes and I said, like, what else are you doing? And he says, well, and I choose tonight to go play snooker with my dad. And, you know, there's a couple of pints there. And then... Uh, Friday night to have a bottle of wine or have a couple of glasses of wine they say you know oh. dinner, but, but it's a bottle yeah, yeah. and then and whatever it is the weekend and um, and then just more stuff started to come out and then um, him and his missus had splitting up and you know just all these emotions kind of and he actually uh, not uh, he just broke down just with me at the table and I says well me. There, right. there, there it is like um, and and from that point, he hasn't looked back, you know. And we're obviously now in lockdown, things have changed. But I keep on contact, make sure he's, he's still doing okay, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. But there's more people need to be quite honest whenever they're looking to change. And as I say, yeah. it's something like you, you were quite honest with yourself whenever you were going through the counseling and stuff. Um, yeah. You have to, it's just that self realization. But you also, yeah, <laughs> you, need to, you need to want to do it. You need yeah. to actually really, really want it. You can't just want it on a Monday or want it on a Friday. Yes. You have to want it every single day of the week. You have yes. to, your, your mindset needs to change and there's nobody can change it. The only people changing people's mindsets are mainly, I would say maybe 85 to 90% of the people that you surround yourself with mm. change your mindset back to the way that you don't want it to be. Yeah. If you choose better people to be around, you'll be a better person, you know, in your mind. Yeah. And you'll be able to, you'll, you'll find more results quicker yeah. when you surround yourself with the right people. That's my belief anyway. Oh, all personal sure. opinions, but... <laughs> 100%. Sometimes opinions. you say you, you have to get rid of those those sort of people to kind of continue on what you want to do. Absolutely, but yeah. We, if, they're not, if they're not helping you grow or making you better or make, giving you, you know, giving you sort of feedback that you need for you to grow into what you want to be, mm. what's the point in having them there? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying just completely disconnect from them. No, but still, you can still engage and keep in touch with them. But yes, you need to think about yourself because you're your number one priority. Aye, 
there's I think there was a, like there's a three second person, a three minute person, and a and a three, three hour person that three you hour, could. Yeah. Uh, is that right? It uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we have that as well. But um, I wanted to get like In we were we were the mindset such, mentoring. Yeah. Yeah. I was going yep. to kind of move so on just, to that. Yep. Just come back to it. So basically, obviously, lockdown kicked in. Um, basically, took a week off. Didn't train. Didn't really do an awful lot. Thought. I would take a bit of time out, spend it with my family, go visit um, who I could go visit and stand outside the garden and talk to them, phone people that I hadn't spoke to in a long time mm. and just thought I'll take a wee break for a week here and sort of figure out towards the end of the week what I'm going to do with myself because this is going to be in for a long time. Um, gaining multiple streams of income is ideally what I want. And I had done for a long time, but I just kept putting it off because you know yourself, you're doing your job. Yeah. You're nine to five, you're two to 10 shifts or whatever shifts you're doing. And then you're mm-hmm. coming home. You know, you have to have a real desire and passion to get a side hustle and yeah. spend that time working as well. But you need to be very clear and very focused on what you want and where you want to go with it. Yeah. So that can take a long time to figure out sometimes. Uh, lockdown gave the opportunity to absolutely everyone except essential workers on the planet to start up as many side hustles as you want Mm -hmm. because at the start it was maybe a month two months three months nobody knew yeah so i set myself up with a schedule and a routine so literally to this day i still do it um i have a diary i read out everything i'm gonna do on a monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturdays and sundays i don't train I spend all my time doing things like this, podcasts. I'll mm-hmm. go on the Instagram and try and monetize it and try and put a bit of content in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just try and relax at the weekends, go for long walks, read, read, I, do, I actually read books Monday to Friday. I don't read at the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, I have started reading a few week courses out of the Bible and stuff as well, which can be quite influential mm-hmm. depending on what your beliefs are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the mindset mentoring, so it was one of the things that I was encouraged to do by several people. Um, I think the second week we went into lockdown, I had three good friends who gave me really, really, really good feedback about things that I'd said to them in the past. And I, I started thinking about the mentoring thing. So I started looking into it, um, looking at the qualifications and doing courses online, stuff like that. So... I thought, you know what, that could be one side hustle because it's not really going to be something that's going to take up a lot of time. Yeah, It's going to be an hour. I'm not going to be doing 100 clients a day or 10 clients a day, so yeah. it's not going to absorb a lot of time. And a lot of it just comes, um, a lot of it just, for me, comes naturally. And it yeah. just comes out like a conversation the way we're having now. Hmm. And just trying to inspire someone and motivate them. But, you know, with working in the gym, that's what I've been doing every day anyway, so it doesn't yeah. feel like I'm doing anything different. But, you know, people just can't seem to set goals. People, everyone can set goals because they do it in January every year. Yeah. But they don't review the goal to make sure that you're making progress. Yes. And that's the main thing with the mindset mentoring is actually making progress, being on their back all the time in a good way. And accountability. Good accountability. Everyone needs accountability, no matter who you are. I need it too. Mm. Um, no, one, no one's special. No one's unique. You know, Bob Proctor has a mentor. Mm-hmm. So it does. It literally doesn't matter who you are. Tony Robbins has a mentor. Les Brown has a mentor. They all have mentors themselves. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, accountability is key as well. Um, 
but in terms of the mindset mentoring, you know, there's a few clients there at the minute, and one conversation with them of talking to one guy in Dubai, and he's just completely changed in probably three conversations because he didn't realize. He, he, he thought it was so hard to actually change, but yeah. I laid out just some simple foundations, and he just blew off in the first couple of days <laughs> because he got rid of he got rid he got rid of toxic people. His business went down the drain, but he got rid of toxic people. He got rid of toxic people out of his life, and I put I told him to get a structure in place. You know, what are you doing Monday between nine and six? Right, what are you doing between six and ten? Right, mm-hmm. education, reading, online courses. You know. You need to have something to chase. You can't, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, you can't get up in the morning and have nothing to chase because yeah. you may as well just lie in bed. That's, That's your foundation at the moment, wouldn't it be to kind of set structure? Um, um... Structure. Everybody needs structure and routine. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like it, to be fair, which is fine. No one's right or wrong, but for yeah. me, structure and routine yeah. is critical. As long as you have, you know, if you have set hours. Um, where you are switched off, like I do as well. Nighttime, see after about nine o'clock, I just try and speak to no one and go and stick to someone. Yeah. And just kick back and just forget about the whole planet and just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, obviously spend time with my own. But um, the mindset mentoring, it, it just, it, it's just amazing how much words can impact people's lives. You, you, can, just, you can just change someone. Um, and just, a, just one, by, even by sending them one message. Yeah. So you can't. And so, just helping them think. Um, yeah, just, just it, get their mindset. See the mindset mentor, are you just working specifically with the thought process? Or are you doing the training side of things as well? Or is it? Uh, Every, everything, everything that my clients and students, or whatever you want to call them, have got is everything that I've, things that I've experienced personally. Mm-hmm. So everything's built up personally from my own experience. And I'm just delivering my own content. I've made up my own content. Yeah. And you know what? There's no one size fits all because every once in a while are different. Mm-hmm. So there's no actual program as such. Um, I don't believe you can actually make a program and it'll work for everyone. Yeah. The same yeah. way nutrition, nutrition doesn't work for everyone either. Yeah. Because everyone's in different places. You know, mm-hmm. people are married, divorced. They're married, but they're unhappy. They're mm-hmm. loaded, but they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just all different scenarios. So you have to personalize everything to every single person. Yeah. So what I'll do, I'll get them on 10, 15 minutes, have a chat with them, and then book their first session, and then spend an hour and just go through the three topics, like the career, the relationship, and the, um, the goal, goal sets, mm-hmm. uh, and just get them all kick-started straight away. And... You know, to be honest with you, the first couple of sessions I've done with people um, at home were brutal. As in, I literally told them, you, basically, you just need to boot up yours. You, people just need to be told. They need to be told. Yeah. Because this is, this is no nonsense. This is no bullshit. This is, you're coming to me saying that you want help to f- achieve this goal. Yeah. This is what you need to do. And I'm telling you mm-hmm. what you need to do, but you don't mm-hmm. want to do it. I'm sorry, get out, you're wasting the time. Because that's the way it has to be. All right. And you're have either, you done that? You're either in or you're out. Yeah, done it. Aye. I've done it with one person, told them to get out. Because they told me all these goals that they wanted, but they didn't want to do any work. So, yeah, it you know, doesn't work I, like that. I, that's not how it works. It's like Aye. anything, though. You know, if you want to if you want to start off as a GA in the, in the gym, you can't get the general manager by not doing anything. 
mm-hmm. you have to work your way through the foundations and you know you need to learn how the club works and and so on so yeah. it's the exact same for mentorship as well yeah. now the person that I threw out has since came back and actually started with me anyway that's good so I think that was the wake up call they actually needed to realize this is what I need to do this is serious you know mm-hmm. that but you need to believe in that person that they're going to, you need to have more belief in all your clients that you bring in than they have in themselves because they don't have any, they don't have any self-esteem, they don't have a good mindset. That's why they're coming to you initially anyway. Mm-hmm. So you need to be, you need to be there to motivate and support them and, you know, kickstart and, them. And I don't know if you have like a group setting or a Facebook group or something, but one, one rotten apple, as they say, can yeah. spoil the bunch. <laughs> I can indeed. Um, <laughs> not getting into any groups. It's all it's all one to one because everything's Good. personal and Good. there's uh, um there's different things that need to be implemented to different people, you know. Yeah. Some people just need goals set. They need to figure out what their goals are. Some mm-hmm. people know what they are and they just need to achieve them. Some people don't know what their goals are and I need yeah. to help them figure out what their goals are. Yes. But they have the answers. And I'm going to ask you, there's a couple of things that's from that, um, um, like you said about setting a simple foundation with everyone and that's like, that is a framework. But have you seen any patterns with people who you've been helping that's kind of stood out? You're saying they're very individual, which I understand, but is there certain patterns that you're seeing that you could, um, the only, yeah, I, I, know, I know what you're getting at. Um, I don't have an awful lot of people at the minute to gauge a pattern at the minute, but mm. there is, I would, maybe we can call it a pattern. There's maybe three people um, on the similar sort of principles mm-hmm. and their issues were all the same. They're surrounded by the wrong people. Right. And it's just, that's literally what it is. It's they need people to take out of their life mm-hmm. and their life will change. And progressively it has done so far that's only burning my it's only been a few weeks but we're getting there with them can i ask how do you find that out how do you find that out that that it is there or is it what questions are you asking for them to figure that out it's basically to be honest with you it's like you say with the guys um you refer to the guy who was that yeah he'll tell you bits and pieces he'll not tell you everything yes you need it's your job to get all that info out of them and discover what they're doing on a daily basis, mm-hmm. who they're spending their time with. And, you know, I've, I've even had some people, um, I've, I've actually made them aware that what they're actually eating is influenced by the person that they live with. Yes. Because I went through, I went through that too. Yes. And you don't actually, you don't realize it at the time until someone sits down and points it out to you. Mm-hmm. And if you want to change, well, one, if you want to change what you're eating, yes, that's fine. But the other person who will be a massive impact on it, mm-hmm. and I know as well that people that have kids can be very, very much influenced by their kids because they're, say, for instance, it's a toddler and they're giving them milky bar buttons and they're eating them, and they're doing that six or seven times a day. You know that is having an impact on your eating, and yes. the the eating the nutrition side of things is highly linked to mental problems and mental thinking. Mm-hmm. In terms of going forward with, you know, if you've got a, if you have a better physique, I know if I have a better physique and I, I have better self-esteem mm-hmm. and I know that's the case with a lot of people, uh, men and women, no matter what age, what size you are, it doesn't matter. 
having a good physique is a critical part of life, in um, my opinion. I would kind of really encourage you to uh, um, listen or to read that one on the Champ Paradox because you'll get to understand what part of the brain and is actually working and, and how your brain actually thinks. Um, there's one example in the book where um, you've got the chimp side of the brain where it says, um, oh, I'm going to have as many donuts uh, to the point that I feel full, where the human side of things is going to say, well, one donut's not going to hurt. But they end up, the chimp eats everything, and, and then the human comes back and they picks up the pieces and all the guilt. And uh, so it starts that yeah, yeah. cycle. The cycle. Yes. Yep. So like that, that's a really good book for people to kind of even like uh, read up into a little bit more. Um, find that really helpful myself to kind of understand things. And it's building that awareness um, and, and scenarios that kind of helps you deal with things a little bit better. Um, yeah, just just to, being aware. Yeah, you need, to know, you need to know how your brain works and how, you, how your brain makes decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, a new one I've picked up recently out of the, the T. Harvey Acker, the Mindset Millionaire book. Right. Secrets of a Secrets of a Millionaire, I think it's called. Um, he goes on to, I think it's the, it's, it's like one of the wealth principles. It's about just how people, uh, again, just going back to other people influencing decisions. But one of his principles in the book, I think it's chapter 12, is about people making uh, impact, impulse buys. So let's, for instance, just take up an example of you want to ban on a money watch. Right. So you go on, you look at it, love it. It's only 50 quid or 80 quid, let's say, for instance. I may as well just buy it. If you take that decision and buy that, that's that's fine, but you're not going to grow your wealth in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. If you take that and look at it and go right, put that like this is what I do now. So I go on the Amazon and put things in a basket and think, right, do mm-hmm. I really need that? Mm-hmm. Do I really need it? Mm-hmm. If you still need that product after three days, bat. If you don't, don't bat. Delete. Bat when you're bat. Not, not, no, not not so much delete. Put it in the back of the filing cabinet and <laughs> bat when the time's right. Right. So okay. I, at the minute, I have probably 15 books on Armani watch, tub of protein, and I'm sitting thinking, right, I don't need the protein at the minute, so I'm not bad. Um, but I need the Armani the watch. watch. <laughs> I need the watch. <laughs> Get it ordered. Especially it's only 50 quid. Holy fuck. Well, that's, that's not, it's definitely not 50 quid, let me tell you. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that book's all about wealth principles and yes. it's quite good as well for mindset so it is because it's you know gets you to focus on a few different things but it's yes. another it's another quite a good book now to be fair i want to ask you you're on the topic of books which is really good because i wanted to ask you influential books or authors or um things that you would um really recommend to people um, have you got like a top three or five or whatever? I've got one sitting right beside me. This was actually, um, what do you call the guy? Uh, Zach Smith. You know Zach? Right. Zach Smith. DW, the trainer. No, 
haven't you know, you haven't been where, to Shannon courses? No. Is this no, no, I haven't. Right. So basically this one um I've got in front of me here. So self awareness strategies. Hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Self awareness, um, self management, social awareness, and relationship management. So these are all emotional intelligence skills. Yeah. How to master them. So this week book actually gives you a code and a website to go to. You measure your own emotional intelligence initially. You pick a section of the book to read, but you can only do one section at a time because the brain can't function with more than learning more than one section out of this book. Yes. Then redo your emotional intelligence again. So here it is. You can mm. see it. Oh, yes. The Dalai Lama emotional, emotional intelligence 2.0. 2.0. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's one of the, that's been that, a, a key book for me. That was one it, Simon, Simon Miller took out of your car and never read it. <laughs> he did indeed. But that was from, that was off the back of Zach. Zach told us to get that. Right. Um, he'll, he'll know Zach, he'll have met Zach a few times. Right. But yes, that, that's number one. Um, the second one would be that um, Secrets in the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvey Acker. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually tagged him on my story yesterday on Instagram. So if you hop over there, you go on and you'll see his books on his on his page. Um, trying to think of other books I've read recently. I think they're they're the two main recent ones. Obviously, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know, uh, Robert. I'm not sure Kiyosaki. what his surname is. Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki. He has a Rich Dad and a Poor Dad, and the Poor Dad is the one who is really well educated. Mm-hmm. And the Rich Dad's the one who's not educated, but he's wealthy. Mm-hmm. So it's quite an interesting book as well. Um, emotional intelligence, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Secrets of, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind just blew my brains out. I read it. <laughs> I read it. Probably, I, I couldn't. I lifted the book and thought, right, I'll have a coffee here and I'll, I'll read the first 10 pages. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. Page 50 is when I stopped. I, could, I couldn't put it down. Wow, I've never had a book like that before. I, I was just glued to it. Everything, everything in that book was everything that everyone says to you on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of think what else? I have That's one. It, really? Um, the one that I really got to that really hit home for me was the keys to living the laws of attraction. Um, yes, Jack Canfield. Um, yeah, and it just as you said, like you set the foundation for your 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 say clients there, um, whether your relationships, your work, or you know um, your structure stuff, whatever you're doing. But it it does set out like your relationships. What do you want uh, for your for your work? What do you want for like different areas in your life? I think there's like seven. I can't remember right now, now, but. Um, like you have your spiritual side as well and all those and it's stuff that you never thought about before and it's like oh well what what do i really want in that area how do i want that um to kind of look and feel like so that was a really good book um that kind of give me areas of my life to kind of figure out um exactly what you want yes Yes. think and grow rich that's another one I, I'm not joking. I must have 15 books in the Amazon cart. I can't remember the names. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna. 
I think I think it would just like to have maybe fifteen or twenty books sitting there, and then I just need to read through them all, and that will be me for probably the year. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best the best thing to do because reading for me personally is, you know, it's bliss. I I love sitting reading. It just never opened. I never used to now. I I, I no, never man. I never started reading until flip maybe three or four years ago, and really? even then it was like a book here and a book there, maybe two books in a year. Yeah, that would be absolute max. But now mm-hmm. I'm just I'm turning. I'm actually turning into a bookworm. Aye. Um, said to you as well, I started reading bits out of the Bible too. Um, when he got the, the New Testament, now that was a guy I worked in Jag. It's actually a Gideon's Bible. Yeah. So I just find it interesting to learn different things about different religions, different cultures. You yes. know, just everything yes. in general. Just all quite interesting. And so, it's like there's there's going to be um, like. The way it's worded too, I suppose, in the in the Bible with with stories, there's obviously the meaning behind it and stuff, and you can really think about it differently and think about things differently, and that's obviously what you're looking for. Um, you know, just to expand your own thinking. Um, but the other area I wanted to kind of talk to you about is like your areas of four incomes. Um. Would you be able to kind of explain a wee bit more where you're? Because uh, the way I I look at it, um, you will have your every everybody will have their everyday job, but it's a job that it's going to have that steady income, but it's not going to make you. We'll say we we'll use the word rich, or have that um, freedom to kind of do the things that you want to do. It's to me unless you have no outgoings. Um, no credit card bills, no bills. Um, your everyday job is just to kind of, um, just to have that sustainable life. I would say, um, you need to be having that side hustle, those ideas where you um, can grow that, uh, we'll say wealth. Um, to to have that freedom, um, there's there's different areas that um I'm looking into now as well. Um, you have the mentoring, but you mentioned there was like four different areas where you have that income stream. Could you want to talk about them? Or So just going back to the start of the lockdown, the first week, I spent a bit of time thinking, right, I need to, you know, I had a conversation with my parents one day and they were talking about times when they were kids. My parents are 65. Mm. They didn't dream you would be able to have a phone and carry it around you. <laughs> so this may sound stupid, but if you if you think of that era when they mm-hmm. were growing up, you know, and we think of what we can do now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's algorithms out there that are automatic trading bots that can help you earn money through currencies and you know the likes of Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, even Instagram, automatic algorithms. It's like they're like robots. Who would have ever dreamt of that 15 years ago, 20 yeah. years ago? Yeah. You know, even even going back to, uh, I think it was 2003, there was no WhatsApp. Yeah. You know, it just, so you need to think, I, I started then, it started making me think to myself, right, I'm actually a bit worried here. Yeah, my parents are 65. 10, 15 years maybe left, they'll be dead. Let's face it. Um, maybe they'll live to 100, I don't know. <laughs> but... At the end of the day, I, I then it switched me on to thinking, right, I'm going to be here for maybe another, I could be here for another 50 years. What am I going to do with my life for 50 years? Mm. 50 years is a long time. 
I need to be doing things that are evolving, right? What are we evolving in right now? Elon Musk, for example, um, he's obviously created the electric, well, he didn't actually create it, but he's been involved in heavily with Tesla, with the electric car production. Mm-hmm. You know, so my, my next step thinking with that is, you know, are we going to have electric spaceships? Mate, call me crazy. 15 years, I would say there'll be cars will not have any wheels. Have you noticed the change in pollution and the change in the weather since the lockdown got eased? Oh, yeah, you've, you've seen that, different... That's all, that's all to do with fossil fuels, um, stuff obviously being released into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I do actually believe that cars one day will be completely dispersed. Mm-hmm. Um, going into a, a shop now, how many shops would you go into on a scale of one in every three shops go in and there's a self-service. The yeah. staff are being cut down in retail stores, banks, mm-hmm. building societies. I just think they're all going to vanish. Mm-hmm. I think they're all going to be away in so many years. So you've got to think of something that's going to be there in 20 years or something that's growing. So obviously technology, Apple, you know, anything to do with Amazon, um, what do you call them, Siemens, uh, all the technology, technology companies and things like that they're the people to be involved with yeah. or the things that the places to go the amount of money entrepreneurs making millions online with youtube instagram uh-huh. you know maybe not so much facebook isn't really a big thing um for making money but instagram's just it's monumental when you actually do a bit of research into it and what it can do for you uh, in terms of your own growth and you can work from home who yeah. doesn't want to work from home or work from a phone or a laptop and travel around the world? Yeah. The majority of the planet do. So that opened my thinking up. That, whole, that, that one conversation opened that chain of thought into where I wanted to be in 10 or 15 years. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it then went into a chain of thought of, right, how could, I turn, how could I turn money into more money? And the only way to do that is invest in stocks, shares, ban and trading with currencies. Yeah. So... Had a look into it. Not going to tell a lie. Very, very um, unexperienced in it still to this day, but I've been researching it from March. There's a lot to take in. There's a lot of info out there about Mm -hmm. how uh, charts and trend patterns go up and down and why they go up and down and so on. But I know the basics of it. I've got a, I've registered online for an eToro free course, which I'm going to complete next week. 15 hours worth it'll probably take me three days to get that completed um i've also downloaded i've got a bit of experience from the financial world from selling cars and jag um i've also got the um i've started thinking differently about savings so you know we're we're and why rich people become richer so this is a big thing as well you know Rich people become richer because they invest their money. They make their money grow. They don't spend what they earn. Mm-hmm. People that uh, most most people will just go to a job. Like if doctors and lawyers will do it as well. You know they'll be earning fifty grand a year, but they spend fifty grand a year. They don't grow. They'll be still getting in five years. They'll still be getting fifty or fifty-two grand a year, and they'll still be spending the same amount of money. Yes. The reason rich people become rich is because they grow their wealth. Yeah. So I'm a firm believer. I've got myself enough education now that I know, um, for one, I can grow my money. Uh, I got 34 pence interest over a 12-month period in my Barclays current account. Yes. Which I'm is- not joking. <laughs> oh, it's insane. It's crazy. Uh, so, 
Um, what was that leading to? Yes, so it got me interest out of it. But on the other hand, um, I dived in and bought some crude oil when it was quite low. Mm-hmm. Now, it may not sound very much, but I would say, I think it's about 16 days in, and I've gained £100 on top of what I originally invested. Mm-hmm. But when you compare that with 34p for 12 months for your current yes. account, that there's a few grand sitting in, you know, it's, it's not a lot of money. Yes, it's, I get that. You're better, having, you're better having your money in different places. Do you know so what? what also... the, that's what the banks are doing. Do you know what I mean? They're taking our money and they're investing it in stocks and stuff and tobacco and alcohol and their shares and, and, and all the rest of it. And they're capitalizing. The, the banks, yeah, but the banks, what maybe, uh, this is common sense to me, but what a lot of people don't realize is that the banks are, so you go into the bank and you ask for a loan. Yep, no problem. There's your 50 grand loan. It's XXX percent. And then the next person comes in and they lend that back out again to someone else. So they're, instead of making 5% on each one they're letting, they're making 10% and only lending out once, technically. Yes. So they're, they're actually, they're actually gaining. They're just gaining. It's like a license to print money in there for those guys. Mm-hmm. And banks are building societies. They what I've done, um, which is a, probably a bit of advice or if you want to take it on board, but I'll just turn this screen up. Um, what I've done there recently was I've got a part-time casual work, which will probably generate about 150 quid a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've set up a separate bank account and all the money that I earn from that part-time job is going into a separate bank account that I don't use and don't access. And in six months' time or eight months' time, whatever length of time it takes to get between one and £2,000 in that bank account, I'm going to put it in the, of all the shares and stocks all picked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got four picked out. I've got financial advice from a guy uh, who used to be a managing director in JAG. And I'm going to just use that money. So you have to have money that you're not going to need for five years, basically, or yeah. 10 years. Yeah. These companies pay you a quarterly or a monthly dividend, which is basically they get like a return on your investment every month or every four, every three months. Mm-hmm. So it's £1,000. Work up to £1,000 in that account, put it in the investment, keep it there for 10, 15 years, and retire when I'm 50. That's my plan goal whatever whatever way you want to put it mm-hmm. but that's my um that's just that's one a, of them that's that's one that's one side hustle that's one yeah yeah that's one of very few so the other thing i've started investing obviously i'd said to you there i've bought crude oil so that's an investment mm-hmm. that's number two um obviously i've got the gym when we reopen again which would be great to get back to mm-hmm. um we've also got um the foreign exchange currencies mm-hmm. so i've recently started trading making a bit of money doing foreign exchange win some mm-hmm. lose some big risk risky business yes, but yes. risk takers are money makers yeah um, <clears throat> what else have we got I've got other plans as well in place for down the line whenever the capital's there to use it yes and whenever because I want to spend the money when I don't need it if mm-hmm. that makes sense so mm-hmm. obviously you have to start somewhere you can't start off the top the one everyone knows that so once I get the capital I'm going to go on to putting a bit more money in the odds and training myself in uh, YouTube channels and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Very good. Man. So uh, they're going to be my next couple. Might do online training as well. Not 100% sure in it yet. Yeah. It's funny it's... who you mentioned the investing because I downloaded the app uh, Trade212 yep. and um, 
exactly what you said. Like I have an ISA and it went from maybe 2% down to 1% and now it's down to 0.5% or something. So it's yeah. went down <laughs> because of the lockdown. Get and your like, money out of the bank. I, and I think I think I earned something like a few pence in the month of May or whatever. Um, but I had a look at the the trade two one two app, and um, you, again, there is risk. Um, you can lose as well as one. But there's been uh, companies that I've put my money into, and I've gained maybe ten percent back, whereas yeah, yeah. where in the bank uh, has only given me like. Not point five. So for me, again, having that uh, that money, then it's just in that investment. And as I say, like if you don't need it for that five years or whatever, it's it's going to have at least some growth, at least more than like one percent. Um, you know, over over that Absolutely, time period. Yeah. So again, I like I would definitely like, and I'm no guru at flipping trading, but again, it's so simple to kind of do to to download to trade immediately. Um, no, I've just been to the, the invest. Um, there is like a higher risk, uh, and where you're talking about cryptocurrencies and stuff like that and, and trading yeah, currencies yeah. for me. Um, I, I just wanted to sort of use it as a way of, of having a better interest rate than, than having that, than that ISA. So for me, that risk isn't, it's not enticing me. Uh, I'd rather stay away from that risk and just sort of have that steady growth. Um, over a, a longer time period. So um, that's the way I look at it uh, with regards to the investment and kind of grow my money a little bit more than what, and I think the last month, um, I think I checked there on Friday, uh, the market's open from Monday to Friday. So I think it's grown. So in that month where I got like a few pence from my ISA, I got like 15 quid from the investments I made in the 212 trading app. You know there what I mean? Go. It's so simple. Um, Better than people. Some people laugh at it and go, "It's only fifteen quid," but you know the bank's giving you twenty p or thirty p. And that's the way I look at it. Why would you have money in the bank? <laughs> I, to be honest with you, I I lifted most of my money out of the bank. My money's my money's actually everywhere. I have money in the house and money in all these trading accounts and it's just, <laughs> underneath the bed. No point. <laughs> exactly. It's there's no point in having them in the. The bank just doesn't make any sense to me. It's there yeah. for paying bills. Yes. The direct debits are all set up. I'm not going to change that because it's yeah. too much hassle. So just yes. leave the money for DDs and uh, just leave it sitting there and yeah. just play about with it. Um, but another, it would definitely... And one one other way I got a tip off um, the secret of the millionaire mind, uh, which I've done. I've done it as soon as I read it last Sunday. Um, calculate your net worth. Mm-hmm. and make grow that's basically it calculate it make it grow that's the only way they actually gain and grow and have wealth that if you if you look at the if you look at the rich lists you know like jeff bezos you look at um all the, all the millionaires that are in the world or all the billionaires they all calculate off their net worth you never hear them talking about having 300 pound of direct debits every month mm-hmm. they talk about how what, what their net worth is so um, I've, I've calculated it last week there for myself, which was sounded symbolic. <laughs> when you're reading things about Warren Buffett and Jeff Bezos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna go home. I know it's increased. I don't know how much by, but I know it'll be increased today. Because, but again, just going back, the only reason it's actually increased 
is I've put off buying the products I've told you about on Amazon. They're all still sitting in the basket. Like, I do have an Armani watch sitting there. I've got all the books and the protein, but do I need them? No, Mm -hmm. I don't really need them. Mm-hmm. And by the first week of doing this net worth, I want it to grow. I don't want it to. De- I don't want it to decrease. Yes, and it so has. A f- you have a focus on it. it off. Yeah, yeah. There's a big focus on it. Once you once you get a, once you see it gets a focus on something, and you see a benefit in it. You know, we, your mind te- generally tells you to tells you to stick to it. Mm-hmm. So well, so I'll go home. I'll go home and calculate it today. But I would guess at the minute, um, I know roughly it'll have grown maybe something. Maybe like two hundred and fifty quid, just brilliant. But it, but it, but it's grew. It's grew. Whether it's ten quid, or twenty quid, or mm-hmm. five grand, doesn't matter. It's, it's still grown. Yes. So the the book tells you to have an eighty day plan. So you, I'm going to analyze mine every week because again, just going back to the same principle as um, people who want to maybe lose weight or put weight on. You have you have to analyze it every week mm-hmm. and restructure if it's not working or you know. You're not getting results, or you are getting results, and how to tweak it and how to get better, and yes. you know it's, it's the same principle. So it is with money. Same, it's same principle with a lot of things in life. Yeah, yeah, and and having that, uh, yeah, you're checking and you're making sure that it's uh, you can, you can sure make changes uh, then again if you're if you're heading the wrong way or whatever. That's uh, it. Being on track. Um, no, that's but if you don't if if you don't do the analyzing, you'll you'll never know, and then you'll never sort of succeed in anything. At the start, though, it is tedious to kind of sit down to look at how your your finances are. Like it is, you have to be very. Oh, it is. You might, you might, you might even forget about things that are coming out of the bank, and you think, Jesus, like I don't. There's people who have a, a gym membership and don't use it. You oh know, no! Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I would say I would say we have got probably I would say twenty percent of the, our our members are probably not using. Not using it and don't, and for, have forgot about it. Mm. And it's just coming out, and it's like that's dead money. Yep. But um, it is, right? Yeah. So again, and then finding out what what's actually what actually you need and, and stuff. But I think I it's tedious sitting down at the start and doing it. But once you've got that initial um, sit down done, then um, you can you can work work from there. Um, Absolutely. But uh, that's the only way to grow. Um. That's great, man. Um, is there anything you want to kind of add or uh, do you want to sort of give a wee um, rundown of where people can find you and, and what they kind of expect and stuff if they get in contact with you? Yeah, certainly. Um, so if you just go on to my Instagram, mindset underscore mentor, um, you can get me on there. Just drop me a DM. All my details are in my bio which I'm actually going to update today because I'm going to put my email address in as well. Don't mm-hmm. think it's in there yet. Um, but just just contact me on there. We'll do a quick sort of 15, 20-minute uh, consultation via Zoom, uh, phone call, WhatsApp, whatever the case might be, and then get set up and get straight into the one-hour sessions. One-hour session per week is suffice for as long as you need it and as long as you think you want the goals for. There's no set six-week program or 12-week program or mm-hmm. 12-month program. It's just until you see what you think it's worth and you make your own decision on what you believe. And I'll give you advice to where you are and where you need to be and mm-hmm. how to get there and how long it would have taken me and how long it has taken me to get where I am and then just go from there. Because as I say, everybody's individual. Um, we've all got their own preferences. So there's no real one-size-fits-all for this sort of program. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, 
and any expectations that you would say that people would have if they actually do come and speak to you or well any i would expect what, anybody what do to, you expect from them even as well well what what i would expect from them is commitment um they need mm. to show commitment to dedication enthusiasm and they need to want to you know they need to want to actually achieve something you need to be sitting in front of me ready to ready to bite the bullet and do it um some people won't and that's fine and it'll take time and i've got patience uh, i've got all the patience of the world uh for people who do want to change but maybe just don't know how and don't know where to start mm-hmm. so out of the few people that i've got at the minute you know i've had a couple of people who that they, they, they just don't know what they want or where they are and they're yeah. just wandering about in the dark lost yeah uh, and that's fine people people need help and support and i get that and that takes it takes a lot of time to figure out what you what you need from that and what your goals what you want your goals to be. Yeah. Um I I found it difficult myself personally, um, to figure out what I actually wanted. Um so I can go from experience on that one. Um other people have came in and they're sort of like on the fence, they wanna do this, they wanna do that, and they're talking about all these things that they wanna do, but they're not willing to commit to it. Mm-hmm. So you need to make a decision. You know, you've got your nine to five job during the day, which is fine. But between seven and ten o'clock at night or twelve o'clock at night, that needs to be your side hustle time. Yeah. And that's when you make your profit. You make your wage during the day, you make your profit during the night. And profits are always better than wages. Mm-hmm. Because you can double, treble, or quadruple what you earn as a profit part time than what you do in your full time job. And you can I certainly believe I can help people get financial freedom for whatever it is they want to do for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Excellent, man. I, I, um, it's been great, a great catch up. I really appreciate you taking the time to <laughs> no um, do your your Sunday morning uh, time for yourself. Um, I really appreciate that. And so look, I wish you all the best with the mindset mentor and all the rest of your investments and stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Uh, we'll get another catch up soon. Yeah, of uh, course, sure. No, no problem. Absolutely. Right. Um, um,